0: Being a CEO to me is not about, you know, you know, they tell you if you're a CEO, you have to work 24-7, you have to work around the clock. And I say, no, no, I don't. Um, so for me, being a CEO, like simplify, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be you're working 24 hours a day, seven days a week in order to be successful.
1: Hello, 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 this is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast and I have a very special guest on the show today, I have Dr. Shaquenta Richardson of beyondachieving.com. Dr. Shaquenta, it's great to have you on the show.
0: Thank you, thank you, I'm very glad to be here.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on as well, too. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Dr. Shaquencha so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. Dr. Shaquencha is a life coach for high achieving black women who are ready to break free of working twice as hard to get half as much. She helps black women balance the priorities in their lives through strategic time management, radical self-care and boundary settings so that they can actually enjoy the life they they have created. She has a Ph.D. in human development and family science and is a couple and family therapist by training. She also has a private therapy practice where she specializes in issues relating to identity related stress, intergenerational uh, trauma and LGBTQ plus individual and relationship issues. Dr. Shaquinta, are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? I am super ready. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to just rewind the clock a little bit. Hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing.
0: Yes, yes. So as you mentioned, I am also a therapist um, by training. I have a private therapy practice, um, and the majority of my clients are either Black, queer, or both. Um, so I work with a lot of Black women in my practice, and. And of course, I, you know, I'm a Black woman, I'm surrounded by other Black women, and I was seeing this, this consistent theme of all these brilliant people, all these women doing all these great things, but constantly feeling like they're not doing enough, um, constantly feeling overwhelmed, stressed, overworked, and not really having a lot of peace. And something that I'm very passionate about is self-care. Um, and you know self-care has become the buzz you know everybody talks about self-care right now but we don't always know what that really means or what that looks like and so I ask every client that I have you know how do you care for yourself and a very consistent response was uh what do you mean what is that and that's really disheartening and so started to, to think about that a little bit more and explore more um you know what my friends and family members and people in my circles were doing um what was preventing that and so From there, uh, you know, I saw the need. I saw that there was a need for more conversation about this, more work in this area, and people really just didn't know how to make it happen. Um, And so that's how Beyond Achieving was was born. It's like, we have to go beyond this idea that we have to keep, you know, going towards this next goal, doing this next great thing before we can actually enjoy our lives. Like, we worked too hard for that. (laughs) So yeah, that's how Beyond Achieving was born.
1: Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that. And I know when we first connected in, in offline, I said, you know, I, I I truly appreciate the work that you do, because you're absolutely right where sometimes we're going towards the next thing, the thing after the next thing, sometimes too, that we often forget about caring for the most important person, sometimes the person that is able to make so many of those things happen. if we skip over that step, we really not only do it to a detriment of ourselves, but we do it to a detriment of the people that we can have an impact with. So that's why it's so important and, and valuable that the work that you do.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so um, I know I touched on it a little bit, you know, when I read your bio, but could we drill down a little bit deeper and hear how you work with your clients and how exactly you serve them? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I offer a one on one private coaching. Uh, typically, I do a twelve-week program with clients where you know I kind of get all up in their business in terms of you know how they have their life structured, how they how they use their time, what time, type of, of things that they're paying attention to, um, understanding what their vision for their life is, um, what their vision was you know when they first started doing whatever it is they're doing, um, what their relationships look like. Um, how they set boundaries, how they're caring for themselves. So I'm looking at all of those different things to help clients develop um, strategies and plans to utilize their time. So we, in the program, twelve weeks, three months, um, talk through three pillars: their the relationship with them, with time, their relationship with themselves, and their relationship with others. So that time strategy piece, um, mindset, and confidence, and um, worthiness and all of that that piece and then how they communicate their needs to others set boundaries around their times advocate for themselves etc so you know really understanding evaluating exploring how things look for themselves and then figuring out an action plan to get them closer to that vision that they that they want for their lives excuse me So that's the individual portion. Now I am starting a group program, um, which by the time this this comes out, we'll have started a group program called Gifted Black Girl Rehab, which is specifically designed for Black women who've always been that that gifted person, that smartest um, person in the room kind of thing, Um, is used to just being that achiever and now struggles with some of those same things, perfectionism, stress, um, not being able to uh, set boundaries with work, time, advocating for themselves etc so both one-on-one private coaching and group coaching
1: yeah i I definitely appreciate that and i imagine the way i was just visualizing those three you know pillars is kind of like rungs and it almost feels like if you don't take care of one if you're not managing your time well then you know the other things can can cause you know whatever your goal is to, to kind of fall over
0: exactly exactly
1: yeah. And, and, and I love, you know, that you, um, you know, I've created that, that group program too, because I think, especially when people, and correct me if I'm wrong, or if you find this experience with your clients, that when you're high, high achieving, especially if you are achieving a lot, if you are gifted, um, as you said so well, I think you almost feel like a really high burden to have that perfect life, you know, have everything, uh, you know, correct all the ducks and the rows, all of those things. And that could be a really sh- A really heavy burden, I should say, to try to keep up and not have all of those things in place, and continue to kind of work on each of those.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That is that's probably one of the most common things. Like people look to look to us to be like, okay, you got it all together. You have the job, you have the salary, you have the the home, you whatever the things are, and even if all those things aren't there, so feeling like you have to present this thing to the world because that's what people expect. And so feeling like you have to live up to that expectation. Absolutely. Um, but then inside you're feeling empty. You're feeling lost. Um, I would say lost is probably the the, the most common thing I hear. Yeah. So absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it almost feels like, especially I, I imagine like when you're, you know, through that frustration, I think um, I don't, I'm not sure if loneliness comes you across know, crosses there, you feel like you have nowhere to turn because you're supposed to have everything together. So you don't have that support system or support practice maybe in place to be able to make that happen.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot. Yep. Exactly. And a lot of my my clients end up. There's like an intersection between them and being the strong friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really really powerful. Um. So what would you consider to be uh, what I call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself personally, or your business, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: So I, I don't see a lot of focus, um, particularly on Black women, um in supporting black women in self-care, like it's not something that we're, we're taught to do. It's not something that, I mean, black people in general, we're not taught to, to do. It's not something we're taught to focus on, but it's probably one of the biggest issues that we are dealing with of being able to prioritize our own needs. Everybody else gets us first. Everybody else gets our energy first. Um, so for me, it's one having that focus because not everybody is talking about it, but it's so necessary. Two, like I've done it. I've been there. I, I am and was the, the gifted black girl who couldn't figure out, you know, how to, to, to feel like this is worth it. And so being that person, having that experience and seeing this need and focusing on this, this particular market where there's such a huge gap. And then, I mean, just being, being honest, a lot of people tell me that it's very easy. I, I feel like somebody that they can share these things with. Like they feel like I'm I'm welcoming and warm and I make people feel comfortable. But then I'm also pretty good at challenging people and pulling out things that they don't always see. So putting that mirror up and, and highlighting those parts that um, we think are just how things are supposed to be, but really are ways that we've been conditioned.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: So one of the things that I I talk about in my program with my clients, but that I also believe very strongly is oftentimes we'll add, you know, 10 things to our to-do list for the day. And the more we can do, the more we can check off our list, the more productive we feel. Check, 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 you know, do more, do more, do more. But what Tends to happen is we put 10 things on our to do list, we get to five, and then we feel bad, we feel shameful that we didn't get to the other five. Hmm. But really, what we're doing is overloading our to do list. Like you only have so many hours in a day. And so we're creating this consistent cycle of feeling shameful for not being machines, for not being robots. So, what I have clients do, rather than adding 10 things to the to do list, it's kind of in line, similar to like the top three method where people, you know, have top three things that you want to do. But I say I put no more than three to four things on my to-do list. And if I get through those things, then I'll add another rather than trying to do eight, nine, 10 things. And then, you know, shame spiral comes.
1: I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: You know, business, having a business, a major part of that is, you know, having more freedom. And so for me, it was, I didn't want to create the same, the same environment for my business that I had in working for other people. And so being a CEO to me is not about, you know, you know, they tell you if you're a CEO, you have to work 24-7, you have to work around the clock. And I say, no, no, I don't. Um, So for me, being a CEO, like simplify, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be you're working 24 hours a day, seven days a week in order to be successful. Keep it simple. Make action, take action on things that matter, that are really going to make the most impact in the business. And actually enjoy Having the freedom of being a business owner, set boundaries around your time. It doesn't mean that you have to respond to every single message that comes in right when it comes in. Like I am a firm believer in yes, I'm a, I'm a CEO. Yes, I have a business. Yes, I'm the I'm the I'm solely responsible for this business or mostly responsible for this business. But that doesn't mean that it gets to take everything from me any more than any other business got to take everything from me. So to me, it's it's really about freedom and creating a system, a flow for my business that allows me to have that freedom.
1: Awesome. And so you might've already touched on this as well too, but um, I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Dr. Ishaquindo, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: Being a CEO to me means having the I don't know what this is the word that comes, but having the command over my, my vision and my purpose and having the ability and the power to see it happen. Um, being able to make decisions, being able to take action in ways that align with my values and allow me to create the freedom for my life and the joy and the peace that I have worked so hard to create, but actually now having the power to make that happen. Not having to rely on anyone else to, to give that to me, because if I'm honest in the systems that we're in, we don't it's not going to be given to us. So it's being able to take that power, not in a in a in a greedy way, but in a way of this is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it in service of my vision, in service of my gifts so that I can help the world around me.
1: Nice. I love you know that definition, that perspective. I those 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 two words that that resonated with me. That command and allowance as well too, because I think again, like we kind of talked about, you know, once you start to figure out who you are, um, the vision that you have, your purpose, you know, as you said so well, you really start to begin to craft that, and having that command and, and allowing yourself the the permission, I guess, to some degree, to be able to make that happen and come to fruition is really one of the the. Really beautiful things about being a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, creative, whatever and however we might term it. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Doctor Shakunta, truly appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on.
0: Yes. 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 One thing that I will add to the part about you know being, what does being a CEO mean. Um, you also don't have to do it all alone. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you know, we can be entrepreneurs. We can have these businesses. But delegating, um, allowing people to support us, um, outsourcing things that might not be our biggest strengths and, and letting that just be what it is to save time and energy. That's one of the most freeing things about being a CEO. Like, you don't have to do everything yourself. It's not necessary. There are no trophies for it. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: build a team, have people support you. And yeah, that's... That's another part. Um, how people can best get in touch with me. Um, so. Instagram is great, at Dr. Shaquinta. My email is Shaquinta at beyondachieving.com. Those are the two best ways to get in touch with me. Um, My website, www.beyondachieving.com. I can be reached through there, which would, you know, trigger an email. Um, But yeah, I would say Instagram and email are probably the best two ways to get in touch with me. I love to interact with followers on Instagram, have conversations. Um, I try to post helpful, valuable information and such. So yeah, those are two things, two ways.
1: Awesome. 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 Thank you so much, Dr. Shaquena. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well too, so that everybody can follow up with you and connect with you. Um, But I think that what you said is so true. And as you kind of talked about in the work that you do so many times, we have such, um, I guess, a perfection mindset to everything that we have to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's such a freeing thing to be able to understand that this is my lane. This is what I do best. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, but my lane is not every lane. And once we start to understand that we get to put the people, the programs, the systems whatever it is in place so that we can reach our success and and reach whatever and how we define what winning is so i appreciate you for helping so many you know black women and so many people in general you know being able to make that happen and i appreciate your time of course and i hope you have a great rest of the day thank you for listening to the imceo podcast powered by cb nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co imceo is not just a phrase It's a community. Get your driven
0: CEO gear at CEOgear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.